Stuart Nash, Minister of Forestry, is next up to the baddest box on the country. Stuart, I see the Overseas Investment Office, a surprise, surprise, has approved uh, the sale of those controversial stations in the Gisborne East Coast region, Huirua Station and Matanui Station. There's another big property gone down in South Otago. They say they're going to forestry, but are these properties really just going to carbon farming? Well, um, thanks, Jamie. Look, first of all, I was gutted to hear about those two stations in, uh, up on the East Coast. I, I know them. I know that they're uh, in great shape. They, they're owned by, well, used to be owned uh, by the Spencer family. So, you know, one of New Zealand's wealthiest families. Uh, I'm not too sure why they're selling them, whether consolidating or whether that's just, you know, they've got as much money as they think they need to, you know, everything's for sale, isn't it? Mate? But, um, where we're at with carbon farming is still where we were a while ago. And the reason I say that is the, per- the new permanent forest category doesn't come into play until the 1st of January 2023. So under the special forest test, which, um, which we're getting rid of, uh, it was very, very difficult for the Overseas Investment Office to turn down any applications for someone who wanted to buy a farm and convert it into production forestry. If you bought a farm and you wanted to convert that into carbon forestry, though, then you had to go through the full noise test. But what we are doing is bringing any conversion from farm into forestry into the full noise overseas investment office debt benefit test, which is the right thing to do. But I, I still have um, massive disquiet around what's happening in this area. You and I have talked about this for, for a while, Jamie, but we've been out consulting on this. Now, let me start by saying is everyone I have spoken to without fail buys into my vision. And, and, you know, when you're talking about forestry, we are talking about long-term horizons. So I I look out um, 100 years. My vision is that in 100 years' time, we have a million hectares of land which is suitable for nothing else except permanent forestry planted in indigenous forestry. Now, everyone buys into that, right? It's just how we get there. So I started off by saying that my preference is that uh, in the permanent forest category, uh, we should only be planting native trees. Now, we went out and consulted on that, and uh, I got some very strong feedback that that's not acceptable to a whole lot of people. I had a look at the submissions that came back, and I accepted that argument that, yeah, um, it is very difficult to be able to do this um, from a financial perspective and a number of others as well. So I have now bought into the rationale that what we'll do is we'll have transition forests from, you know, so you can plant radiata, but you have a transition management regime that'll transition from one rotation of radiata or, or exotic, but let's be honest, it'll be predominantly radiata, into indigenous forestry. Now, let me, I need to take a step back on this. The reason I say a million hectares is that the Forest Service has identified about 1.1 million hectares of land which is unsuitable for anything but forestry. And this is land that was predominantly cleared, you know, pre-1980s, uh, when farmers were, were subsidised to do this. And what's happened is land use change has not kept pace with the economics of farming. And so, you know, as it's become, as this land has become less and less marginal, oh, sorry, more and more marginal, and you just can't make any money off it, uh, it hasn't reverted back to forestry in a way that it should. The thing with that land though, Stuart, is when you plant it in pines or exotics, it's not economic to harvest it. 
So, in actual fact, what we're going to do here is spray and walk away. Because, why not? Because do we know in 20 or 30 years' time when this radiata is ready to be harvested that there will be a market for it and whether it can be economically marketed? And if you've taken your carbon credits for the first 16 years or whatever, you're out of there. Look, it's a very good point, and this is where it gets quite complex. So on the 1st of January next year, there are going to be two different types of forest management regime. There's going to be one called the permanent forest category, and there's going to be one uh, for where you plant for production. And how you account for your carbon will be different depending on what regime you're in. So if it's production forestry, then it's what we call averaging accounting. And you're right, Jamie, you get all your credits in the first 16 years, but you get nothing after that. So what it means is you've basically got to harvest your forest in 28 years. With the permanent forest category, it's called stock change. And basically what that means is you get paid for your carbon every single year that car- as, the, as the trees grow older and older. Now, the reason you'd plant something in the permanent forest category is because um, it is too far from a mill or from a port. Uh, so the odds of it being economically harvested are very, very low, or for health and safety reasons, it's too steep, and therefore the chances of getting a bloke up there with a chainsaw in 30 years' time uh, is pretty much zero. Or for conservation or ecological values, i.e., you know, you wouldn't want to cut this down because you'll end up having, you know, a whole lot of silt running into our estuaries and waterways. So this is what the permanent forest category is about. So what we're trying to, and what we're coming up with is a management regime in the permanent forest category that allows you to transition from radiata through to indigenous forestry. Now, that may take a bit of time, but as mentioned, in the in forestry, you've got to think, you know, you've got to think generations as opposed to years. And it, it'll be something like this, but we've still got to work through this, but something I- like this. You have a management regime where you'll get carbon for the first 50 or 60 years and then that finishes and you can only sequester carbon off your indigenous forest as you manage that coming through the radiata. Okay, final question for because I'm out of time. Would Hui Rua and Matanui have gone to forestry post-January 1, 2023 under the new rules? Uh, yeah, they could have. but if well, That wasn't to... the question, Stuart. Would they? Uh, well, and the, re- the reason I can't give you a very definitive answer is because it would depend on the case going forward. So um, if they can mount uh, a really solid argument uh, under the uh, Overseas Investment Act as opposed to the special forest test, then it's not out of the realms of possibility. But, mate, I look at these two forests, and it's the sort of thing, you know, you dream and you get shivers. If I won Lotto big time, I would buy those stations and I'd farm them. You know, I'm, I, even though I'm the Minister of Forestry and I'm, you know, I'm, I've got a forestry background, mate, I am an absolute believer in right tree, right place. The last thing I want to see is good productive farmland planted in forestry. One thing I would love to see is unproductive or really marginal land planted in forestry. So you've got a mixed-use land use. You've got your sheep and beef in the productive areas or dairy and, you know, horton, the really productive areas. Sheep and beef where sheep and beef are profitable and then forestry where sheep and beef. Oh, yeah. Um, that, that's just, a wonderful yeah. pipe dream, Stuart. Listen, I do have to wrap this, but I can tell you, I can tell you right now that some really good pastoral land is being planted in pine trees. That is yeah, wrong. No, you no, need no. to do something about it. We're working really hard on doing something about it, but I agree that is far from ideal. It's not what we want to see. Stuart Nash, Minister of Forestry, thanks for your time on the country. Thanks, Jimmy. Much appreciated, mate.